0: Hey everybody, this is Graham McBain, the host of Fix Supply and Remote CryptoCon. I've got uh, Taylor Moynihan here from My Crypto who's gonna be going through the Fix Supply question gauntlet. Taylor, thanks so much for being with us. How's everything going?
1: It's great. I am This is gonna be fun, I hope. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I hope so. You're uh, uh, outspoken, which hopefully should make some of the answers to these questions good. So, um, yeah. let's, we'll it's, see if you get them right. There are right answers here, so. Oh
1: god, really? I think
0: <laughs> Uh, cool. So, we'll go, we'll go straight into the first one, which is, uh, who do you think Satoshi is?
1: Oh god, I think Satoshi's a group of people. Um, and it's probably just based on the nature of the space, like a fluid-ish group of people. Um, and yeah, I, I, it, yeah. it's not sense. anyone that claims to be Satoshi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have been less democratic with that answer, but mostly everyone gives the same answer to that first one. Um, so what, you know, you said you went to film school in your talk, but what were you doing before you got into crypto?
1: Um, yeah, so I went to film school. I dropped out of films. I didn't drop out. I took a leave of absence, like a responsible human being. Um, and then I worked in the film industry for a bit and then it was like 2010, which is the worst time to be entering, uh, you know, the career world as a liberal arts school dropout. (laughs) So I was very desperate and I found a job like doing product photography and, and media and advertising and like updating the website. Uh, because I was desperate and they gave me a job and would pay me. Um, And so that was a very unique job where I wore a lot of hats and I expanded my skills a lot. Uh, And then at some point I left that job and started freelancing, just making websites for people, like big businesses, small businesses, anyone that needed a website, simple websites though, like websites that display information, not crazy apps. And then it was during the same period of time that uh, me and and my original co-founder, Kosala, like threw together Mew and posted on Reddit. And now I am a freaking CEO.
0: (laughs) But no, you're a professional and everybody knows it and we expect professional-level behavior from you or for you to be a tyrant and uh, and for everyone to love you anyway. So um, (laughs) those are your two options. Uh, What? When do you think you're gonna stop caring about the crypto industry?
1: Oh, I don't I don't think it's possible. I'm too emotionally invested in this space. And it's funny because I could like I could legitimately sell all of my crypto and I would still be way too invested in everything that happens in this space. That's um, true. So I guess the only way for me to get out is like either I die or like crypto completely dies neither of which I foresee happening
0: That's fair, and your your child is like a, a child of the crypto industry. She's been to more conferences than most people, so she's <laughs> she's part of it now too. She's like royalty.
1: She um, has. And her first conference, she, was, she wasn't even three months old. Jeez, what a champ. Right?
0: You're like a hero to so many. Um, so where, where are you based now, and how did you end up there?
1: So I'm in LA. Uh, in the quote-unquote suburbs of LA. Like, LA is really all one big suburb, but I'm in the beach towns. I grew up here, actually, which is, like, basically I did a big circle around the world and came back home when I was out of money in 2010 and needed to find a job.
0: I feel like a lot of people aren't from LA, even though it's so gigantic, or the people that are from LA don't talk about it. So that's pretty interesting. Um, And you, this is a good question for you because you have been... Through all of it. What is the most ridiculous
1: thing you've seen at a crypto conference? Oh god. <laughs> there's so much. I think, oh god. So I'm sure there's like all the classic answers, like the furries and the weird outfits and you know, the cyberpunks. Like there's that kind of stuff. But I think the the strangest thing was actually DevCon in Cancun, which was DevCon 3. It was in 2017. It was really at this, like, kind of peak market bull hype time. And the difference between DevCon 2 and 3 was just insane. Like, I just consistently had my mind blown. Uh, Partially because DevCon 2, I was like, I would walk up to, like, Alex Van or Nick Johnson and, like, but I wouldn't actually walk up to them <laughs> or like walk near them and like stand in the shadows and like just look at them. Um, we're Davcon three. I think I wore my, my ether wallet shirt the first day. And I literally like put on different conference tea, maybe two hours in because people were just flooding. Like they would just like come up to me, Oh my god do, do you do my ether wallet how do we get our token we're doing an ico do you want to invest in us can you be an advisor it was absolutely overwhelming like the biz dev side of it the suit side of it was so disturbing like oh i just i hated it i hated it i hated it i hated it
0: <laughs> and, uh. It's not a single event, but I can absolutely understand how that was. I remember, um, I remember that time. It was it was totally wild. Um, so, who's your, your one favorite person outside of me, of course, in the crypto industry?
1: <laughs> oh God, I don't have like a favorite. I really don't. It depends on my mood, right? Yeah. So, there's people like I feel like uh, Udi and and Peter McCormick who. If I'm in a mood, they will they will fulfill me. <laughs> but for the most part, like I, I like I like it when sort of my Twitter feed or like the input that is hitting me over the head is a healthy mix between like that end of the spectrum and the builder end of the spectrum and also the user end of the spectrum, like people who are actually using products um, or trying to like experience something um that's when I feel like I'm in a really good place and so that requires you to have like again like the Nick Johnsons uh and Kevin from Gitcoin and Austin and Griff and Laughterous and like the whole builder crowd uh and then it also requires you to have like like I follow people that use our product even if they even if they give us like they're like your product shit i'll still follow them because i want users i want like to see how people are using anything crypto and how their experience is
0: that's, that's a super good answer i think recently uh, kevin's move to be trying to become an undercover bitcoin maximalist has been one of the stranger things i've seen on twitter but um he's just you can't help but love he and ud are like the same energy just different people and it's a really great great mix to watch so those are good answers um have you ever mined crypto yourself
1: no (laughs) and the reason i laugh is that um in god before it was before the dow yeah before the dow it was basically it was a conversation that we had and i like i was like oh Eith, it wasn't even ETH2. You know, staking will be here before you know it. We're gonna spend all this money on a mining rig and figuring it out and electricity and then we're not even gonna do anything. And it's just like so painful to think about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's a it's a dark time. It's a very dark time. I remember going to be like thinking about mining early, early and being like, well, I could maybe make like one Bitcoin every few days on my laptop. That just, yeah. just does not seem like a useful amount that's of energy. A, that's
1: nothing, that's a waste. Right, right,
0: you're like, oh, come on.
1: You're like, What's like oh, like that's my car. Like, yeah. <laughs>
0: right. It's definitely my car, we, uh, yeah. Um, so why, you know, I guess that's actually a really good question. You said you threw together Mew uh, randomly why why did you choose to make it why did you the question is why did you choose to work on your current project but your current project has evolved in a very public way so what made you yeah. choose to to build something
1: oh so it was um okay so the, the short version kosala and i worked together at this job where i wore all the hats he also wore all the hats but they were different hats than me um and that's when we were both working there when the, the ETH presale happened, we were kind of in the Bitcoin space. We were kind of like one foot in, one foot out. Um, and so we'd gotten into the presale a bit, but I had never, any actions I ever took with Bitcoin. He had been physically right there with me. Uh, usually the one actually clicking the button. Um, and so then fast forward to when ETH launched, like mainnet launched, uh, you know he's a he's a he's a full pure-blooded engineer he's like yeah yeah just go type this into terminal and it'll it'll install gath and create a new wallet and then you copy this and then you do this and then you type this command and it'll move all your things and uh i i was like that's not it's just not happening it's like there's no way this is happening and so um like that combined with some other things uh led ultimately to like this really uh, like it's literally like it was like a one-to-one mapping with as little buttons as possible to be able to create a new paper wallet aka like private key and address um and then like send from one place to the other and there was like hard-coded values everywhere the ui was like uh it was jQuery's bootstrap right it was like it was that period of time um, and then, yeah, we threw it on Reddit. I think I had like 10 out Like it was, it was, it was just another thing in all of the things that we were doing. And then it turned into this. The end. That's
0: great. <laughs> that was, yeah, at the end, literally nothing happened between those two moments, so yeah. <gasps> Nothing whatsoever. <laughs> um, so that was actually probably a really loaded question, uh, but what do most people get wrong about my ether wallet?
1: Mm. Or my oh, crypto. <laughs> Sorry, what
0: do, what do people get wrong about my crypto? It's, it's the previous question that sent me up.
1: So, yeah, so if you're ingrained in this ecosystem and have been in this ecosystem, you get you get the Myther wallet slash MyCrypto split wrong, period, and a conversation. You can be like really close to me and still get it wrong because you just don't know. Right. When I said the end, the amount of stuff that happened after that was like insane. Yeah, um, these,
0: these are loaded questions. They're meant to be generic, but they just happen to be.
1: <laughs> so loaded.
0: Uh, yeah, so but
1: in terms of my crypto today, like what do people get wrong? Um I think this is really common for products, like not just in this space, but especially in the space where um people just like expect things to work a certain way based on their experience with past products or based on like based on some assumption they just expect things to happen a certain way and they very rarely do so that can mean like some people expect it to work exactly like coinbase where we're like literally a custodian or it could be like you know working like a previous wallet that they've used or even like uh, like their literal bank like chase or Bank of America like their banking app And then they carry these assumptions, whether they're like very full-fledged assumptions or like really subtle assumptions, they carry them with them, and then they get really confused when our product doesn't work like that.
0: And then they yell at you on Twitter and you follow them anyway. Yeah, sounds about (laughs) right.
1: Literally, also gas.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Of course, it's a super strange concept and users shouldn't have to understand it, but here we are. Why do you think crypto is important in your opinion?
1: It's all about choice so even though there's like a million bazillion reasons on like what crypto can enable and what you know the world could possibly look like um you know whether that's like a very crypto anarchist libertarian view or like a more (laughs) not that view um You know, like regardless of where you stand, at the end of the day, like whatever the world looks like uh, in the future will look different if crypto exists and succeeds because people will be given a choice. Like you don't have to use your nation's currency. If your nation is screwing your currency to death, you now have a choice where you are in full control and you have that power. And this is two things. Like one, it gives you as an individual power. It gives you the ability to consent what happens with your money and your financial standing and your financial future. Um but it also like the bigger impact is not just that power that you now have, but the power that you've taken away from the existing systems. So when people this is like a really shallow way of looking at it, but like if if you're the evil dictator of a nation state and you're like let me just screw up the currency for all these people you might think twice if all of those people can very easily just move into crypto right just move away from your currency and therefore you're going to make different choices or even if you're just really evil and do try to make those choices the people around you are gonna do what you do to evil dictators much quicker because um you know, without, frankly, with if you don't control the money, you you don't control the people. That's change. Yeah. That's the power.
0: I think that's, uh, that's a very apt answer to that question. Um, so, you know, you talked a lot about uh, zero days and the DeFi accident. What what do you think is the most exciting project that you've seen recently? Oh. I know exciting is a nuanced word for you but
1: exciting is a nuanced word and there's also like who do I need to shout out like because they're <laughs> just being epic um oh god I hate favorite words or favorite questions
0: I um, didn't say favorite I said the most exciting
1: most exciting okay okay but there's still like it's the one right um okay so zapper which used to be DeFi zap now it's zapper that one is super exciting because it's it's like sort of step one of abstracting uh, the, the the interactions with complex DeFi products so I love that and it also has for whatever reason that product and the language and the team really opened my eyes to sort of like Uh, Not just the technical side of some of the DeFi products and like what technically they enable But also like on the sort of the financial or the benefit side, you know It's not just like oh we enable you to hold your own money It's the second part of that which is if you hold your own money You now have a choice and you have power over the centralized systems that same sort of like relationship or concept applies more narrowly when we think about DeFi products right it's not that you are uh, playing compound it's that it's the whole other side of it right um and especially when you start like mashing the mashing all the DeFi things up you can enable some remarkable systems that um you, you know as the abstraction increases and as these things become more interoperable uh it's it's like anything's possible right and not from like a oh any good engineers can code anything no no like literally like what benefits any individual can get from these products or the combinations of products any benefits are possible and that's where yeah i think we're we're on the edge of leveling up
0: it does feel like we're the um, on the next stage of something. The what is his name, Alexis Ohanian said we're we're in crypto spring. Maybe that's because of his portfolio companies doing something, but you know, <laughs> it seems like that's the sentiment going around. Um, when you first got into crypto, what is what is something that you wish you knew?
1: Oh dear, everything.
0: Everything. Um... <laughs> View your talk on our, on, on, at Remote CryptoCon. Sorry, go ahead.
1: (laughs) No, so I wish I knew, like, the most tangible thing I can say um, is, uh, okay, so when we, when we were first building Mew, we had a conversation because I, like, I know enough to be scared of, like, hackers and security issues and, like, bad things happening, uh, but I don't actually know enough to like really fully know how to like prevent them or what like what is secure um and especially back then I really like I knew to be scared but I didn't know what to do about it and you know one of the assumptions I made was like so you don't use a web wallet because um you know a a hacker can like hack the website and compromise it or the team, which was very, very common at the time, the team was malicious, and so the team uh, will basically like look legitimate for a while, and then when they're done, they'll just exit scam, right? But since I was building this with someone, with my partner, Kosala, who, you know, even to this day, like I trust him not to steal my money or other people's money, like I do, with all the shit, I still, you know, I trust him on that deep level, and I obviously trust myself on that level. So I made this assumption Uh, but it turns out that like the dangers surrounding like a browser-based wallet especially when you're dealing with like raw private keys you just like you can't secure it right it's not just the fact that a hacker can like get into your hosting provider right that's easy like you know prevent the hacker from getting into your hosting provider no 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 the hackers freaking hacked like the internet Right? Like the, the pipelines of the internet, the B- BGP hijack, like they literally hacked that to get at Meal. That assumption was a bad assumption. And that's why we end up on my crypto. we end up removing private keys from the website. You have to download the desktop app, which isn't a perfect solution, but it's a hell of a lot better than telling everyone to put their keys on the website. So that, I wish I knew that. And it's like, it's also, that is like twofold. So not only did we make that mistake and create this really potentially harmful situation, but other people then followed our lead and made the mistake again and again and again. And then users just thought it was okay to enter private keys on websites. And then they would just like, it would be like free airdrop, put your private key here. And people would just put their private key on the website. It was so... I don't even want to consider the amount of loss that that one decision and that one wrong assumption caused.
0: It's the trouble with being an a explorer, right? You, you don't know who you're going to give malaria to and who they're going to spread it to, so... Um, yeah,
1: and, like, the, the trickle-downs, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. Um, you should retitle your talk... Um, un- Undiscovered avalanches of stupidity, or something like that. I don't know. There's <laughs> something, something there to that. But I don't think anybody blames you. You are probably the person that blames yourself the most for that. People know they're they're in weird stuff. Um, so we'll now we'll now do a little transition out of out of crypto and into you. Um, what are what are some of the biggest some of the biggest improvements you want to make uh, personally in
1: the next twelve months? I want to solve gas. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I have like a pending transaction right now, so it's very, yeah. Um, beyond that though, like I want to, I think the thing that I'm really working through a lot product-wise right now is like, how do we level up our product again? I don't know if you've played with beta.mycrypto.com yet. If you haven't, you should definitely look at it. Beta, like, and we we're going to be in beta for as long as it takes. Beta's been around for a while and it's such a leap from like the existing MyCrypto even like it's it's still like the existing MyCrypto.com right now is pretty much conceptually the same as the original My wallet. and Beta.MyCrypto really just like it on its heads so you have like you have multi-accounts you have this dashboard like it's insane. Um, and So now the question is okay, so we have this we have this dashboard and right now we show you like all of your stuff across all of your accounts um, But when we think about like all of your stuff, what is that? What should we show you? What interaction layers should we um, Should we enable which ones should we do first like how do we prioritize them? What are people looking to get out of? Um, you know out of an experience where you can like add all of your accounts and see all of your stuff across all your accounts and like one direction we could go in is like just showing you all of your stuff and then like linking out and just like opening it all up and literally doing all the stuff the other path is like we can do it more curated and like really ensure that the things we are um, sort of like leading people to are of a certain caliber. Um, And the other one is to like really focus on like creating an amazing UX for a few select like protocols or features or interaction points. Um, So next 12 months I wanna figure out which path is most valuable and then do it. Um, And we're kind of like, you know, like we're like the road forks And like the road is forked, but we're kind of like trying to straddle all the roads still. (laughs) We can't straddle for very much longer. (laughs) We're going to just like split in half if we keep going down. So yeah, the decisions. uh, Yeah, I want to make a decision. I want to have confidence in that decision, which will ultimately lead to the people using our product to be more confident about you know their interactions with crypto and that's when everyone wins
0: yeah i was just looking at the page while you were doing it it definitely um still holds the same ethos but it's you can tell there's a a new focus a little bit um
1: yeah well and it's really i have to say if you have time like i think i have 14 accounts and they're like some of them are my crypto accounts and some of them are personal accounts and like probably 150 different tokens and like you know, some stuff in compound, et cetera. When you get your dashboard to have 14 accounts and 150 tokens, it changes your life. Oh, in transaction history, like having the transaction history right there between all of your accounts, change—it's life-changing.
0: Yeah, I think the the switch for people is is still why why do you want to hold it in, in this kind of stuff versus other stuff. But I think. I've had enough people, and I'm sure you have too, reach out to me and go, I think I finally want to buy some Bitcoin. All this quantitative easing that that never has really stopped getting kicked into high gears is really terrifying and people want... Um, I read a book called um, This Time It's Different, 800 Years of Financial Folly. That mm, is mm-hmm. incredible. I don't know if you've read it, but it's... Um, it's on it really, my short list. It's a It's a wonky book, but it's definitely fun to read. My favorite is they talked about how Government's inflated currency by literally taking in coins and shaving them down and remelting that metal to make new coins, um,
1: while making it completely illegal for anyone else to do that. Right,
0: right, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, what what are some of the best you, you're speaking of books? What are some of the best books you've read in the last six months?
1: Um. So. Because my daughter has been like in the transi- the transition phase between like being a, a a blob that you're just like don't die to actually <laughs> being like capable of understanding and discovery and ex- exploration and all of that. I've been reading mostly like parenting books or like child development books. So I read the Montessori Toddler, which is I would highly recommend it to anyone that would like young kids. It really is, like, um, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, a huge obsessive person who's, like, all right, we are now a Montessori house and no screens ever and wood only. Like, I'm not like that, but I think that uh, by taking in sort of all these different philosophies and stuff, like, it has really changed how I look at her and how I understand, like, what she's going through. Like, just as an example, like, the tantrums Uh, her first tantrum I was like oh my god I'm lost I have no idea what's going on like I feel for her but I also am like mortified that this is happening in public etc etc and now it's like I don't know like I look at it and I'm like oh my god you're a little person with emotions and you don't know how to deal with them yet and it's my job to teach you how to deal with them and like that with everything so I know that's not helpful for like 90% of the people in crypto, but I will say uh, that's all I've been reading because it's amazing.
0: That's good. And screw 90% of the people in crypto. It's not a, <laughs>
1: that's
0: not what it's all about. Um, and it, it, unfortunately, it's not on my reading book but or my thing, but it's available at the library. I'm going to get it. Um, okay, so what subreddit is your guilty pleasure right now?
1: Oh, God uh i honestly like i mostly just read okay so i have two different like subreddit collections that i got one is like the crypto subreddits which is all the cryptos uh and then the other is like the terrible gifts subreddit which is like the no 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 and then the no 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 yes and then like the hold my beer and then everything that's stemmed from those like there's all these little like i don't know right <laughs>
0: I, I, I've now got a new subreddit. Terrible gifts is amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so basically, I have a like a bookmark where, uh, if I really want mindless entertainment, I can click it, and it just displays me gifts of people destroying themselves, or occasionally uh, clips where you think the person is about to destroy themselves, and then they don't, and it makes for a very fun scrolling experience.
0: Yeah, that's on terrible gifts. Oh, gift. Sorry, I shouldn't be adding this in. I should be writing this <laughs> and then doing it. Okay. Um, so, uh, do you, are you a domain addict like me? What's and if so, uh, what is the strangest domain you've ever bought?
1: <sighs> um. <laughs> so when ENS first launched uh we were thinking about doing like subdomains and so we got a whole bunch of like these ENS names that uh perhaps could make fun subdomains and a lot of them were off the notion that like you could get the subdomain like or you could have people get like the sub -sub subdomain of like taylor and then the domain would be like uh like taylor's eth or that doesn't work because it's like then it would be like ETH, but we failed at most of them. But we did get Wiener because we are twelve-year-old boys or something. So that's probably the worst domain I have because at some point we thought it would be a brilliant idea to allow people to buy Taylor's Wiener dot and that would be something that people wanted to do.
0: Wow. That's, uh, how very adult of you. Um, if you're not, if you're not on the handshake train yet, you should, there's lots of weird stuff to get there too. Um, are you sure? Like, I
1: feel like I should just stay away at this point.
0: No, you can't, you've got to have fun. Uh, when we're not recording, I'll tell you a really funny domain name. My friends bought for their company, but, um, so do 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 Oh, uh, will Bitcoin outlast the Euro?
1: Ooh, I mean it's possible it's if honestly like if 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 coronavirus had happened I would like easy easily be like um like on a technical level maybe but on like a real life level like no like at some point bitcoin will be irrelevant and the euro won't but honestly like yeah the last like few months I could definitely see a breakdown of the euro or like there's a bunch of different things that comprise the organization of European countries um, I could see them slowly start to devolve and then the final piece would probably be the currency
0: yeah yeah I can see that um, so what in, what demographic needs to adopt crypto for it to go mainstream
1: mm, uh, gamers and porn stars
0: huh well, we got people working on both of those. Or porn um,
1: viewers, I guess. I think the porn viewer population is larger than the porn star population. Yeah,
0: yeah. We've got a mean working on it, so we'll get there. Um, what is, what's the worst coin that you own right now?
1: <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I own all of them, like literally all of them, because if it was a big ICO, I would literally like some like 0.01 e just to see if if it would go right yeah like to see if our ui was working to see if our nodes were up to see if um to see if if you know if if it worked so i like most of that most of like the big ico's i i got into um uh, and then obviously I have all the spam tokens just because I've held ETH for a long period of time, so I just get airdropped everything. Um, I guess the thing, all answers, I mean, I'm just going to answer a different question, but I have not got <laughs> into the whole personal tokens game whatsoever. Um, and I feel like that may be a mistake. Like, I feel like I should be, I should try it out more. Yeah.
0: Well, you've got the subdomain, so, um, (laughs) release it somehow there. Uh, all right. So last, last two, and they're both very easy. Uh, do you think how, how Finney had something to do with being Satoshi or is him in some way? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, cool. And then finally, super easy. Where can we find you?
1: Oh, okay. So at my crypto on Twitter, uh, or at Tavano underscore on Twitter. Just go to mycrypto, at mycrypto, on Twitter, and then you can find me very easily. Um, There's mycrypto.com, which is, I like start, I've started to refer to it as like the legacy site, but it's the stable version of the site. It's the classic version. It's the version that's 100% trusted and trustworthy. Um, And then there's beta.mycrypto, which, it's not that it's less trustworthy. It's just we're moving much faster on it. Uh, You should definitely... Definitely, definitely play around with it. Try to break things on it. Uh, Give us feedback on the UI. Add multiple accounts to it. Like, add more than one account and, like, watch your life change as you you have separate accounts. You can separate concerns but still see all of your stuff as if they're, like, quote-unquote, one.
0: Cool. That is very cool. Um, Well, this is awesome. Taylor, I really, really appreciate it. Uh you're a super fun guest and and I'm excited for people to see your talk. Excited for you to do the uh live one on one QA during the event. I think there should be some lot of a lot of good questions there. So um thank you so much and and I hope I didn't keep you too late today.
1: No, it's been great and thank you so much and I'll I'll I definitely look forward to answering everyone's questions and interacting with people.
0: Sweet. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Awesome.
1: Bye.